it's up to you and me to shine a guiding light and lead the way. United by our cause, we have the power to pursue what we believe. We'll achieve the realization of our dreams. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of New Horizons. I'm Vaughan Benison. Can I just say how proud I am of the piece of work that I've shared with Sandra and Mari uh, and others in BCA uh, and Angela in putting these podcasts together uh, and um, and how appreciative I am of um, all who contributed to the podcasts, uh, both uh, with and without their knowledge um, in the interviews uh, that, um, uh, that we put together and in the archival footage um, that we've got. Graham is there speaking at the National Convention of Blind Citizens Australia held at the end of March in Hobart. The Legacy Project is our topic for this week's New Horizons and I'm pleased to introduce five episodes of The Legacy Project which will be coming on the New Horizons feed in the coming days. Specifically in this episode, we hear from Graham Innes, Susan Thompson and Jennifer Parry about their experiences being involved with putting the Legacy Project together and what the Legacy Project is all about. Let me tell you a little bit about the background of the Legacy uh, Project and why we created it. It really flowed from the discussions of the consolidation of Blind Citizens Australia and the Association of Blind Citizens and the need which many of us in New South Wales had recognised for some time to retain our history. There's been much talk, I would say, for the last decade or so of the writing of a book which retained our history in New South Wales and the ACT. Many of us have talked about it. No one has put their hand up to do it. And I and others were concerned that we were going to lose this history. And in fact, We had lost some of it already um, by the time we put these podcasts together. And there are some gaps in these podcasts as a result of that history that that we've lost. Um, And so I wasn't prepared to sign up for the writing uh, of a book, but I was prepared to sign up um, along with a couple of other people for the uh, development of um, some oral history and some audio history. And that's the basis of this podcast series. It covers the time, as Angela told us, between the 1950s and the early 2000s, and there are many familiar voices. The committee that put it together uh, was chaired by myself and included uh, Mari Sheng, who isn't here today, but hopefully Mari's listening on the internet, Uh, Sandra Wibbley, uh, one of our Certificates of Appreciation winners last night, and Barry Chapman, uh, another well-known voice in Uh, New South Wales and the ACT and throughout BCA. And unfortunately, uh, Barry resigned from the committee partway through its work, uh, but the others were very much uh, involved. We contracted Angela Caterns of ABC and and other radio fame, and um, what a lovely warm voice she has to, to listen to, and you hear that throughout the podcasts. And we contracted Angela to help to produce the podcasts and do the voiceovers and the introductions. We wanted to have an outside approach from someone who worked in radio, but perhaps who didn't know the stories and would bring a fresh outlook uh, to the development of the podcasts. And that's what Angela was able to deliver for us. And so we have 
the result. Five podcasts, uh, programs called Growing Up, and you heard the introduction of that, Peer Support, Relationships, Parenting and Recreation. Uh, that wins the longest title episode for the, of the five episodes. Episode three is Shirley House. Episode five is our, sorry, episode four is our organisations and their advocacy. And episode five is Have Things Improved. And as you've heard, the programs are a mix of people's reflections drawn together from interviews which we did in the last 12 months, interspersed with archival material. And that's what's given us involvement of people like Joan Letterman, um, Naomi Clark, uh, and others who are no longer with us. Patrick Downey, um, another one that, that comes into my mind. Sadly, we couldn't find much archive material from uh, the Association of Blind Citizens and Shirley House. And it wasn't for the want of trying. We um, put a lot of uh, effort into uh, getting hold of uh, material. Uh, there's one, we only found one episode of Outlook. Many of you will remember Outlook. And um, interestingly, it's uh, the Christmas um, edition of Outlook. And when you get to listen to the uh, Shirley House episode, uh, you'll enjoy some other well-loved voices, uh, Diana Braun, Joan Nish, uh, and uh, several others um, singing Christmas carols, uh, as well as the voice of uh, Julian Lee uh, doing a, 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 a... Yes, I know, it's bringing back some memories. I, I've been reacting like this for the last 12 months, putting these things together. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Um, but uh, thanks to the, the wonderful work of uh, Dale Simpson, um, we have some great BCA uh, archive material and we've been able to work that into a lot of the podcasts as well as some excellent archives uh, which Emma provided us from Music Camp. And, um, yep, yeah, there's some great Music Camp material in there uh, and... Um, and so we've been able to work that in as well. So let me come to our panel, um, and I want to go to you, Susan, first, and ask you, why did you take part in the programs? Why, are they, uh, why do you think they're so important? I think for me it was, um, it's been a, a pretty wonderful journey through BCA over the years. And I, I, I do feel that there are some things that we're... Um, <coughs> that we don't do any longer that, that were really good in my in my heyday. And I, I think capturing that history is just um, incredibly important for, for those coming after us. And what about you, Jennifer? I know that you um, introduced uh, Shirley House as really your, your second home, but tell us about that and, and why you thought it was important to take part. Well, as Graham just mentioned, Shirley House really did pay a big part in growing up and with my mother Mari Shang being um, active and really um, integral part of that whole setup, I was introduced to it very early and I met so many people that um, I regard as mentors that I've learnt so much from about all sorts of aspects of life from going to Shirley House. So whether it be about how to deal with different situations, um, different types of people, access to information, all sorts of things across life. And I feel that it was vital to be able to 
retain that cherished treasure of an experience um, and also to have highlight the importance of connection and peer support and to be able to underline that in some way so it can be some of that knowledge can be passed on to people that are, that haven't that weren't there either around the country and into the future mm. Jennifer you've heard the programs um, you and Susan uh, previewed them as part of the preparation for this panel um, I've got some really favourite memories of some of your contributions, but what are your favourite memories uh, and, and things that the programs brought back for you, um, listening to what other people had to say? It's amazing when you hear things, when things happen at the time, when you're at a certain age, and then you hear things later again when you're older. Sometimes the perspective and the feelings about it change, or you see it in a different context, and that happened a lot when listening to the programs. And I'm going to just obviously just openly disclose being completely biased about part of this because it was interesting hearing um, Māori um, and others as well um, how um, they cherish things just as much as I do, whether it be things <coughs> like playing cricket in the um, with a cane ball in the backyard because we spent hours doing that because there was a cricket pitch and it was absolutely awesome as well as being able to spend endless hours speaking to Mrs Manning who had this, who did a lot of sewing for us and she had time for everyone and would pretty much talk to you about anything and it was wonderful because when there are times that um, I may have felt a little bit lonely or in a dilemma there was a bit of a safe haven at times. Mm. So, yeah, I think that brought those two big memories. And then hearing material from people when in a different stage of life and then hearing their current voices, how people have changed, yeah. because it's gradual. You don't notice until you reflect backwards or forwards. It, it must amazing. have been lovely to hear your mum's voice as it probably sounded when you were quite young. Oh, yes, it actually brought a few tears yeah. to my eyes. And I thought, oh... This is a revelation and, of course, um, there are things that are the same, like the strength and, and forthrightness. And then just the human um, changes that happen to all of us as we grow in years. And one of my aims, of course, uh, this morning, Jennifer, is to, you know, throw out a few teasers to encourage uh, people to listen to the, these podcasts. So I don't want to tell these, uh, these stories now, but there's a screen door love affair, isn't there, that's uh, talked about in, the, uh, in, in one of the podcasts. Oh, yes, you just have to wait and see what that is, won't you? That's right, yeah, yeah. Um, Susan, let me come back to you. Um, what, what memories did... Uh, uh, what are the favourite memories that the programs brought, brought back for you? Not just your own participation, but hearing some of the other people. Yeah, look, in fact, it's mostly hearing the other people. Um, I started in BCA as a young 19-year-old and I walked in on my first BCA meeting and we had some of the voices in, in this podcast, such as Pat Downey... Um, Many of the, the people in that meeting were gone, but I, I, was, I went right back there. Um, uh, there was, I, you know, this young 19-year-old girl and I walked in on these you know, middle-aged men like Hugh Jeffrey and um, uh, uh, Fred Turvey and there was a whole lot of names that a lot of yeah, people here Yeah, we couldn't would, get Fred's voice for the yeah, podcast, Yeah, that was sadly. a shame, but um, Walt Bolan, um, uh, Cecil McElwraith, um, Barry Chapman, all... Yeah. 
and I'm I kind of you know several of whom were sitting there with the radio with the, the earplug in there listening to the football. Yeah, so that was kind of my my introduction to BCA, and then you know that was 1979, and by the year by the end of the 1980s, I was actually um, Sydney branch president. So. Um, I guess for me it was just kind of travelling those 10 years um, thinking, well, how the hell did I get to those dizzy heights in such a short time? Yeah. And a a big part of it was that um, I walked in there and it was was a bit like Jen and Shirley House in a way. You know, it was was comfortable. Um, I was accepted. Everyone had, you know, a lot in common. Um, I mean, in those days, in some ways we had... um, uh, you know, a lot more things to kind of fight for, you know, audible traffic signals and train announcements still are. Um, <laughs> but um, I just found it an amazing journey. Yeah. Um, and when I was listening to it, I thought, oh, what's, all this, what's all this stuff about our childhood and, and education? What's this all got to do with advocacy? And... I kind of, as I was going through, I thought, well, it's that, it's that history that that shaped our uh, our sense of self and our confidence, um, and and there and that all come kind of goes into what what makes you an advocate. Susan Thompson there, concluding that portion of the session held on the Legacy Project at the National Convention of Blind Citizens Australia at the end of March. Now, if you want to hear those podcasts, you need to subscribe to the New Horizons podcast feed. And if you'd like to do that and you haven't already, then do a search in your podcast client for Blind Citizens Australia or point your podcatcher directly to blindcitizens.podbean.com slash feed. That's blindcitizens.podbean.com slash feed. If you'd like to contact Blind Citizens Australia, that all-important telephone number is 1800 033 one 800 BCA at bca.org.au is the email address. I'll talk to you again next week. We'll achieve the realisation of our dreams Of our dreams